A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the ASOS podcast, My Big Idea. Today, we're going to meet Emily and Emma of Beast and Burden. Beast and Burden is an artistic collaboration between the two of the girls that met at Central St. Martins. They graduated in 2012, and since launching Beast and Burden, they've won the most eccentric artist of the year, 2015. They've exhibited at places like the Truman Brewery and the Cello Factory. They work on ad campaigns, and they do editorial work too. Their work is amazing. Check out the website Beast and Bird and their Instagram. But here we are today to hear about their big idea. Hi and hello to Emily and Emma, hello. who are both here from Beast and Burden. So to start us off, can you tell and explain what Beast and Burden is, what it is you do? Um, well, we are a creative partnership. Uh, we specialise in set design and sculpture. Cool. And it's specifically food, or do you work with a range of materials? A range of stuff. Okay. So we kind of work mainly in kind of fashion and food. Yeah. And then kind of our self-initiated stuff is more just for art sake. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So how did you kind of set up? Like, how did this partnership start? Um, well, me and Emma actually met at uni. We both did uh, performance design and practice at okay. Central St. Martins. Yeah. Um, and we... In our final year, we did an external event okay. where we uh, called Feast, which uh, we worked outside of uni. We were kind of like let loose, gave, given freedom to do whatever <laughs> we wanted to right. for like a couple of months. Um, so we did that together. Then we both graduated freelance separately for a bit. Okay. Um, and then kind of came back together and realised that the most fun we had was together. Yeah. And like, in my opinion, anyway, um, <laughs> like the best work that we'd done was yeah. together. Um so we decided to redo Feast, but then it was like, well, we need money to okay. do that, yeah. which is where the kind of the whole idea of like Beast and Burden kind of came from. It was more like we kind of stumbled across like, we need money. <laughs> Looking into yeah, how, how you can kind of find funds and opportunities. Yeah. And it's often if you work as a collaboration or you're kind of part of a collective, yeah. and you kind of then started to think in those terms. Okay. So we never kind of set out to start up as a business, but yeah. it was just natural to kind yeah. of wanting to develop this performance piece yeah. again. Okay, cool. So when we say it's a business, obviously you're creating art on your website and it's cool because if you go to the website you can see all of the images of the stuff that you have created and more of the details. Excuse me, like buy prints. But, you know, you've also exhibited as well. So yeah. that way you're an artist as well, like places like Truman Brewery, etc. Yeah. And then I've seen on the website there's also work that you're doing, like you're saying, that art direction, working on magazines or with ad agencies. So would you say that that work that you do around the art direction is the business side of things? Is um, that a way to split it? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> Financially, I say, yeah. I think yeah, kind right. of the money comes at, at the moment more from yeah doing the kind of commercial yeah. stuff and the, the advertising. Yeah. Um, but it depends. But then if we have a lucky month and we've sold a big print, then yeah. that can, it, yeah. Yeah, it kind okay, of it depends. Enough. But generally, yeah. yeah. So. I think it's, it's, it's kind of like you think of business as quite like a a different term to creating your own art. Yes. So like you kind of immediately think like, oh, well, if it's art, it's not business because yeah. you're playing in your studio. But it is, it, it's weird because I suppose when we like did our business plan, it was like, 
trying to apply art to business yeah. and like how it is actually like no you have to take yourself seriously yeah. like it can be a business in yeah, itself that's cool. okay um and did you have when you were at university um and you were doing your course did you always have ambitions of being able to be an artist and have it pay for itself so that you could do it or yeah was that's it the dr- i think that's the, that's the dream <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the dream isn't it right like, i think i was at I think Emma said like she's always had that but I I think I was just quite naive and I didn't even really think about what I was going to do when I was leaving like okay. because our course was so broad mm. I kind of that was like an ideal situation but yeah. I didn't know how or where like I was going to really end up yeah um and had you before you went to university was art always a thing that you wanted to do like have you always been hugely creative mm. or did you ever have any ambitions of wanting to do anything else um yeah, I suppose, like, I was always quite creative. Like, I used to be quite into, like, like making my own clothes, yeah. like, terribly when I was younger. <laughs> um, and, like, you're always into, like, making, like, crafty things. Yeah. But it's always such an enjoyable thing. You kind of don't think it could be a job. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. And, yeah, you kind of... It was trying to just then find a job that would... Or a uni degree that would kind of allow you to do that yeah. fun side of things yeah, yeah. Um, I think if you don't come from a creative family yeah. as such you don't know and it's kind of a very working class um, advice that it's like going yeah. to a trade or do yeah. something that's secure and that you and kind of art would always be like oh that's your you can have that as a hobby yeah, yeah. Um, and it's kind of yeah just kind of having that confidence that it can, yeah. you can can do yeah. cool I think you're right I think there are lots of people that probably do art maybe at A level and think yeah it's just a nice extra to have mm-hmm. as long as you're doing English and maths and everything. yeah exactly um, so to turn it around so where did you get that confidence from and that advice was it provided like during uni or was it afterwards when you could like seek out did you have a mentor for example or I know that you've applied to different kind of funds, mm, etc. Yeah. Is that where it came well, from? Well, I think for us it was like, okay, so we had to find the money and then we came across the Prince's Trust Enterprise Programme. Right. And I think that's where the confidence came from. Like, okay. they do like a four-day intensive kind of introduction okay. where it's even like you have to stand there and give your elevator pitch about your business. And right. when you first go there, you just kind of like stood there embarrassed, <laughs> mumbling, like, I want to kind of do this. And like, yeah. by the end of... That those four days you really know that you've got to just be more confident in yourself yeah. and it is a business and if yeah. you're confident then other people will take you seriously yeah. Yeah. um and then yeah we did the business we had to we spent like nine months Emma right. says it's like a pregnancy <laughs> of our like uh, business plan right. working on it and I think that has again like gave us a confidence of like they just to know who you are yeah. and like that and I think um, that came out of we just really wanted a studio and I think yeah. we came out of uni and then just yeah. thought you know we were kind of doing little experiments in our living room and obviously yeah. being in a shared flat and yeah. we were playing around with eggs and bones and all sorts yeah, of yeah, like yeah. <laughs> so, great. so it was really mates. needing the space to kind of play around and I think it was just that yeah just really wanting that yeah. and having to get the funding and that was yeah. kind of the driving yeah. yeah. So where's your studio? Bethnal Green. Yeah. It's still, we've just moved. We were in Leighton um, yeah. in quite a large, really cool studio. Mm-hmm. But um, when you're sat there kind of sticking bones in like freezing cold, in yeah. like basically <laughs> like an, it was just, it was too cold or it was like boiling hot. It was like never yeah, in the yeah, middle. Never, yeah. Um, it's so, the same here at ASOS, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So we um, recently moved to a, we found a studio that's, BJ we tight BJ House, which okay. is actually we timed it less than four minutes from our flat. 
So we were like extremely lucky mm. um, and we're sharing with a friend of ours who's right. a painter. So okay. it's just really such a, it's like a bit more like a home away mm. from home now. It's mm. really nice. So talk me through like an average day for you guys. So in your business, mm. Beast and Burden, you <laughs> leave your ha- leave your flat and you go to the studio or, you know, how does it work? We what try to balance. So we kind of work out our times for a w- throughout the week kind of, yeah, kind of right. thing. So we kind of split into half days of like what we can do. Yeah. And we try and kind of do our emaily. Um, you know, get like, organised stuff on a Monday morning, yeah. and then Monday afternoon is always playtime because we don't. We've had okay. this thing about Mondays being like associated with like having to go back to work yeah. and it being like a bit yeah. of a drag. So we always have Monday fun day. Yeah, <laughs> That's so cool. yeah. We try and um, just plan our weeks because we also have like other jobs on the side. So it's kind of like slotting it in yeah. to where and like just making sure you get the most out of the time. Yeah, um, and I think also because it's like it would be just fun to play in the studio all the time mm. but you have to do the other stuff yeah, to like, yeah. so you have to kind of set aside these certain days that are always like so we say like Tuesdays and Thursdays are yeah. always like we know we're both free yeah. so we can organise meetings for those Fine. days yeah, and cool. like but you always have to make sure you have play days like yeah. we always go to play days <laughs> yeah. like play time in the studio yeah. um, and are you always working on a particular project or like you know a commission etc or um, does it just, always, is it much more haphazard than that yeah there's always lots of things going on at, at the same time and things will become yeah. more important yeah. so you might get booked for something next week and then that yeah. takes over right and then you'll have kind of durational projects that you're kind yeah. of doing yeah. for like a long kind yeah. of working on it for months in a row but in bits kind of thing there's always something we've always got a couple of things I don't yeah. think there's ever been a point where it's been like oh I don't know what to do because we've always yeah. got like yeah. a couple of things like yeah. even if it's like your own initiative initiated stuff um like that's always something you want to crack on with if Mm. you have the spare time yeah um and how does it work in terms of like that sort of work-life balance like you mentioned Mm. actually you've got other jobs on the side so is that when you're operating is emily over here and emma over here Mm. rather than (laughs) and are they are they still artistic jobs or are they different things and um, no, my, well, I waitress because right. it's flexible yep. around. And also when we were kind of more foodie, it kind of had that link into yeah. that side of things. Mm. And I'm doing some commercial modelling, right, which is okay. kind of just a part-time thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm yeah. doing an artist residency oh, with cool. a construction company, which is yeah. completely not... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we do kind of split up during the week. Yeah. Um, but yeah we'll try and kind of time the days or then yeah. it's kind of yeah it's nice that then if one of us gets to kind of have a bit of time yeah yeah we'll split some projects half and half yeah and we always because we live together as well you always come together and end up talking about stuff anyway yeah. like I don't feel even if it's like it's weird we were talking about it earlier it's like even if Emma's not there I'll think about what she would say about what I'm doing <laughs> okay. at the time so like we because we're quite different like yeah. Emma's like I'm quite, I was saying recently, like, she's doing something, and yeah. I'm quite, like, a bit neat freak. Okay. And she was like, okay, well, I'm going to do it like Emily, because Emily would want this neat. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, more, I need to get this finished, because I'm a procrastinator. And okay. I was like, Emma would want this done. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, we kind of, like, even if we're not together, you yeah, have yeah. the influence of the other person, like, in your head. Yeah, that's amazing. What a team. Um, <laughs> Or a bit strange. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's good. What, um, what has been the best thing about working together as a pair? I mean, I think you just explained it then, is that you actually can borrow someone else's kind of, like, priority, yeah. the way they approach mm. things and use that and probably makes you more rounded in your approach yeah. to things. But what are, the, what are the best things about being a team? Well, I think it's getting to share stuff with someone else. Oh, really? Like, you yeah. get accomplishments and you're like, yeah. we did it together. It's, like, a bit more... 
I don't it's know. Nice. It's just really yeah. nice to share something with someone and have like a journey to go over things and reflect. Like when you reflect on all the stuff you've done together, yeah, is you get to share it with someone. Yeah, I suppose yeah. it's like I think someone said it once. It's like you go on holiday, and if you go on holiday on your own, it's kind of a bit like you come back and you want to talk about it with yeah, people, yeah, but they yeah. weren't there to yeah. experience it with you. But yeah. if you've got someone with you, you can reflect on it together, yeah. and it's just a bit more. Mm. It's nice, and it's nice <laughs> having started up your own thing because then you're. You choose the people that are around you mm. more than if mm. you're working with company kind of thing. Yeah. So like, you, you, it's so lovely to work with your friends and then have you know you bring in other collaborators, but yeah. they're people that you really want to be around. Yeah, and I think that's a really nice. That's a, yeah. even if it's just a small project, that's a really nice way to work. Kind of thing. yeah, yeah. That sounds certainly even how you've scheduled like your working week by having that Monday kind of playtime. Mm. Yeah, but we don't have that at ASOS. because yeah. we yeah. all think that yeah Monday are back to work. But yeah, the idea that you can then really you start can to design yeah. how yeah. you want to live. It's like decided to do it yourself you might as well make it the best yeah. way of doing it really yeah, yeah. I suppose so having received um, the funding that you got and that meant obviously you could get the studio you're up and running you now manage your week etc what is it that you are now looking for what are like the next big projects coming up like well we have different timescales on different projects so we have like a project that's like years Mm. of working on it which is like a book right. that we hope okay. to do that's like the, um, right, that's the big okay. one so yeah. that's what we'd kind of look at um, kind of getting enough money together so that we're settled for a few months and yeah. trying to get funding into doing like an art book like a photo yeah. book that's really us like yeah. really really our style kind of yeah. thing and then um, really inspired by um, Dali's cookbook okay so it's all weird and wonderful like imaginary food all based around just two simple ingredients and expanding okay. that into a whole yeah. Yeah. series and working with um, a real mix of photographers so people yeah. that are very close to us and yeah. then people that we just really admire and yeah. trying to bring yeah. a real mix in yeah that's cool yeah so is this something that you have like now you've built like a whole network of new friends and new like are you part of a bigger network now than you were before yeah I don't think you realise until you kind of look back over projects mm. and you see all the people you've kind of yeah. worked with along the way who are now just friends so you yeah. kind of forget that you worked yeah. with them initially do you have the same excitement about so it would just be over a set you both you know you find someone else that's really into yeah. you like but how do you meet those people mm. like you know if you're sort of a young sort of like artist yeah. starting out yeah. how do you meet all of those well other you can people? research and yeah just <laughs> research people you find people online yeah. and I think you it's like you forget that you can just ask like yeah. people are quite up for it and a lot of people are really complimented by the fact yeah. you're even asking them like because we've had people come to us and you're just like why are they coming to us like we're just it's just and me and Emma like and events and screenings and stuff it's yeah. you'll often get people that are all quite like-minded going to certain yeah. events yeah um and often word of mouth as well because a lot of people have a kind of circle of other creative friends yeah. so mm. and people love to connect them like we love to connect people as well if you yeah, can see yeah, that yeah. there's someone that's got quite a weird specific uh, yeah. thing that they both have in common yeah, yeah. But you can do that. So, yeah. That sound, sounds very harmonious. Mm. <laughs> um, do you, if you're all sort of like, like you say, you've introduced someone to somebody else and people get in touch with you, do you also share kind of like that business advice? Like, is there stuff that you, you were mentioned to emails mm. on a Monday morning, but are you have, have you got to the point where you're doing tax returns? Have you, oh, you know, God. Yeah. And does anybody <laughs> give you advice around that area? Because that's yeah. quite yeah. dry. We were quite. Um, 
just open. I think if there's anything that you know you don't understand, I think where we were quite good is just asking because right. it's really easy to ask? put it off. Well, find some, just find people that are much smarter than you. <laughs> yeah, <It's not> <laughs> yeah, or someone who's the best at you know. Because we'd meet someone who, um, you know, is one of the top marketers for City of London right. or whatever they do. And then I think it's just being brave enough to just go and ask. So yeah. we were doing our business plan. We didn't know what the hell... To, like, marketing for us was, like, Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Like, we don't have a clue. Um, and just going, and people are more likely to help you than you realise. Yeah. 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 And also, we were really lucky with the Prince Trust Enterprise Programme. Yeah. They give you a mentor. Oh, who, really? He is... He's kind of, like, the opposite to us because he's very business. Yeah. And so he was, like... He's kind of like a um, our business dad kind yeah. of thing to be like, right, don't do that, that's stupid. Because okay. we'd be like, oh, we've got this idea. And he's like, well, you know, money. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, forgot yeah. about that. And that's really good because you'll, you'll find every reason under the sun not to sit and do it, mm. not to go through your bank and your tax. You yeah. know, you'll find anything, any reason where. Mm. Um, but you'll sit down and kind of, yeah, our, our kind of go-to thing will be like, oh, I've had this idea about this and I found this weird texture. Blah, blah, and he's kind yeah. of just looks at us like, so where's your you know you have to show him your bank account okay. and like, yeah it's a very sensible approach but it's nice to have that layer in there yeah, yeah. You, still, you have to have it yeah that person questioning things and things like the website and you mentioned being online and you know using social media like is it mm. Facebook but did you build your website or did you get someone to help you do no, that no we actually found like another we looked f- specifically for a young company okay um, who were two young guys starting out and yeah. we asked them to make but it just it took so much longer than you think yeah mm. um, and also because we're quite design based yeah. we were quite we were very, we knew what we wanted mm. so it was kind of like explaining that over emails again and again yeah. it was like but yeah I was quite yeah. I'm really pleased with our website yeah. I think it looks really yeah, cool no, no, I think okay. it's really important especially if you are doing something that's visual I think yeah. that kind of sp- the way you design it and, the, and that kind of speaks a lot yeah. for what you're doing yeah. so when we got our initial funding from the Prince's Trust it was pretty much just split between studio and right. website yeah. yeah and then um, with social media so do you use it a lot and have you found it's really important for your business for it's people been to find you quite, or not? Yeah, like when we're talking about how do you connect with other people yeah. and kind of find, find friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the thing, definitely. Yeah. But you realise, I think that also if you're young you think that you you totally get it and that you speak yeah. that language but we've actually been kind of forced to go on kind of social media classes as well for oh, the right, Prince's okay. Trust and you think oh like this is going to just but there's things that you don't realise that there is yeah. a lot kind of more to it than you than... Mm-hmm. I think Instagram as well has been because of the direct messaging as well yeah. it's such a it's so easy to get in contact yeah. with people um, through Instagram as well because mm. it's so visual for yeah. us that's been like a massive help yeah yeah um, I think that more than like probably Facebook mm. We're still not totally right up there with it, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's those lear- platforms are changing yeah. all the time yeah. as well. Yeah. So, I mean, like, we're always learning, and you guess you always have to learn and what you can make the most out of it. But mm. I guess for you guys, because it is so visual, Instagram, mm. pro- you know, it seems to work well. and fits yeah. really, really nicely. So it's yeah. great. Um, so I just want to talk a little bit about some of the work that you have done so people get a real sense of what it is because I really liked the like the bone crowns mm, and yeah. the like I guess almost bone jewellery but it's not because yeah. they're bigger pieces than that Yeah, and that you did for a magazine didn't you it was, edito- yeah. was it editorial? So, yeah for, for Dark Beauty yeah Dark Beauty so we shot that with uh, Eddie one of okay. our really good friends amazing photographer right and um, we kind of made the pieces as sculpture and I love that when you 
create something and then you pass it on and then it's someone else's view on it. Okay, and it was yeah. like, oh my God, that'd be amazing as jewellery. And, kind of, and then you kind of take it somewhere that's not, that you haven't yeah. started from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but where do you get all those bones from? Um, out of interest. We, from our diet. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So you're like, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's quite a lot there. Yeah, we just started... I don't know how it started, but it was just kind of like, I just love the shape of them. And we were yeah. kind of had this thing where we really yeah. like to kind of start playing around with just the actual bones. Yeah. We cook a lot at home and we eat a lot of meat. Okay. Um, and just started collecting it yeah. all. And, it, and once you start as well, it becomes a bit of an obsession. Okay. Because it's like a free material and it is quite a cool material. Mm. It's like, it's such a shame to throw it away. That yeah. Then you just, once you start, you can't actually stop and you have friends <laughs> giving you bones. Oh, really? Which is the weirdest thing. Like, <laughs> or if you're a really nice person, like, hey, yeah. you. And you feel like a little dog. Like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you're like out in restaurants and you have to pretend that you have a dog. Oh, to right, then justify okay. why you're taking <laughs> home like bones. Yeah. Oh my so goodness. Right, it's, yeah, but I think it's like once you kind of start mm. doing it. And once it's come from it being from your food and dinner parties, and then you connect, yeah. then you have memory connections with them. Really? So you know that that came from like that was from my birthday dinner, or this it's something yeah. that then you know you could go to a shop or buy them online or yeah. do whatever, but it's, it then became a thing where it's like you like having that yeah. personal connection with each yeah. piece of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there was something that I read which was about how you wanted to always use lots all the parts of food mm. Um, mm. and how that perhaps connected to this idea of, you know, the problem rather that we have with mm. food waste. Yeah. Uh, is that something which is important to you? Do you talk about it or think about it in the work you do? Or yeah. and it, it didn't is it more of somebody from, sort of throwing yeah. that meaning on it? it? It made it more interesting for us and I think yeah. it gave us... Like, it okay. never started as... It didn't kind of come from no. we want to make this point and then this yeah. is how we're going to show yeah. it. But it became just a kind of conversational Okay, yeah, thing. people would talk about it. I think also because when you start collecting it, you realise that the actual mass of yeah. the stuff that you have yeah. so you can't help but start to think about that yeah. side of food waste yeah 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 um, and then there are kind of there's lots of artists and designers that are just kind of clocking on that it's it's a really strong lightweight material yeah. and it's widely available yeah, and it yeah. is something that we're just throwing away all the time and mm. if you are and it's kind of and it's interesting in the thread of it being that people have a really like disconnection yeah. with their food and where their food's come from. Yeah. So why should you be freaked out by a bone when you're eating where you're eating a chicken breast? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so it's that thing of just being quite honest about food and like yeah. what you're eating and where it's yeah. come from. And yeah. Oh, it's interesting, mm. and it's obviously something that we can all relate to. Yeah, yeah. Provided everybody's Hopefully. eating, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so. Are you going to continue to use bones in your work? Do you think that's going to be an ongoing theme? Like, yeah. it will always be there? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Because even yeah. if we're in between kind of projects on it, so we'll kind of do a kind of series of sculpture and yeah. then kind of wait until we've collected the next batch. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we're always... Even today, I've got bones in my bag now, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... There's so many in our yeah. fridge and our freezer that you like yeah. ready to boil but down. It, it, it like... affects how you eat as well, yeah, which yeah. is I think that's that yeah, thing yeah. we're quite interested in that nose to tail dining idea because then you kind of you're always thinking about the bones that you'll get from it. Right. And so you yeah. start cooking certain types of food yeah. or more regularly, and then and that actually affects your body. So yeah. You're yeah. Completely like. Oh my gosh. I'd really chubby yeah. face because I really needed more um, chicken wings <laughs> <laughs> to finish these beans off. So it's like fried chicken like every day. <laughs> it's a hard life. Yeah. <laughs> um, you talked then just about like having stuff in your fridge, and you used hours. So you guys live together. Yeah. 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 You work together. Mm. Do you ever have a break from each other? Yeah, we do. <laughs> I think it's. it's 
it's not the case that we kind of wake up, walk across the road to work, and then come home, and then yeah. it's like, yeah, we do totally. I think cause we do have our separate jobs as well. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, we'll kind of do spend some time. We do spend life. a lot of time together, though. Yeah, but it just—I don't know. We've we just get along and are other people quite are like other friends of yours and family amazed that you can spend so much time together has that been quite (laughs) I think so well they were amazed well they're amazed at you anyway no (laughs) (laughs) no I think it's also but you have your um you know if it's an evening and we're out or whatever you just have certain times or you have a break in the day where you just you're not talking about work and it's really important knowing when to switch off on and off yeah you Um, have to have equal work and play yeah. yeah otherwise it is just you've like you find that you don't I don't know like you are friends foremost like and we've always said like we wouldn't let the business get in the way of our friendship right so um yeah it's just having but then I think also because we are quite silly people that we can't help but sometimes stop working and like just you know be stupid for a little bit and then like we're like okay let's go back to work now but I'm quite proud of that I think it's really difficult I think it's quite a challenge to if you do work quite closely with someone who's a friend of a main friend yeah that's actually quite rare. Yeah. Yeah. Like we keep harping back to the Prince's Trust. But yeah. we were the only um, partnership to have ever got through to the, that stage. Because oh, you'd really? have loads of people that were kind of um, yeah, aiming to work together and they'd always, always break up before really? they got yeah. the money. And I think it is part, like, it's part of learning. It's like learning how to deal with someone like yeah. else and how they think and yeah. like being sensitive towards that. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that's like, that in itself is a skill that's that I wouldn't have got if I'd done it on my own. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and do you think that the work that you do together, the work that you do in, with Beast and Burden, whether it's working together or the, being creative in the way that you are or dealing with your mentor and having to deal with tax returns, has that had a positive impact on, like, on other areas of your life? Or, or, you know, and how? I think so. I think it's just... It's like being with someone else, you obviously become very aware of your personality traits yeah. and how that can affect the people around you. Okay. So it's just having like an awareness of, yeah. of that. And also like say if you do like finances, tax returns, yeah. all this thing is like you can't be stupid with money, yeah. which obviously then reflects in your own personal yeah. life. It's mm-hmm. just you can't help because you kind of wake up and you're always thinking about it's like your baby the like yeah. Beast and Burns is like our baby so like yeah. you can't help but it affects your other life yeah. mm. so you're quite grown up then <laughs> yeah. do you think no mm. <laughs> <laughs> grown up answer. yes I'm a grown up but now you have, to be grow- you have to be grown up to let us then spend the rest of the time being kids yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. And do you think that for you it's sort of does it change how perhaps sometimes if you're doing some of your modelling do you think that you've kind of perhaps got a clear idea of what you will or won't do because you're used to making decisions about your own business? Does it um, give you any more confidence in that? Or? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and even just to do with managing your time yeah. and stuff like that, you kind of, you have, yeah, you kind of... But it's having your self-worth, isn't it? Like, you kind mm. of know, like, time... If it's, like, not the thing you're going to be doing, yeah. like, it's not progressing beast and burn, it's like, well, yeah. it's got to be worth the money that you're going to yeah. do it for. It's yeah. like, I think that's quite hard, like coming out of an art uni kind of realising that creativity has a worth in itself Um, Mm. and like to not be like you have to we always balance out like okay if this is for free is it worth it for like say you're because it's marketing yourself like you're putting yourself out there Um, and that's a big learning curve I think for Mm. us because you come out and you're just like I want to do everything yeah, and I will do anything and then you're just like no actually that's not 
beneficial yeah. like yeah. it's like reining yourself mm. in a little bit um and if you were to give advice to say someone who is like just graduated like you know right mm. now so because it's around that this time of year now july mm. um and they were thinking about setting something up on their mm. own what were the three pieces of advice you would want to make sure they heard from you guys um, it sounds really simple, but just to actually go ahead and do it, I think, and not sell yeah. out in the first instant. I think that because if someone's just done their degree, they've probably just written their dissertation about something they've just got their teeth into yeah. and they're fascinated by whatever, you know, like yeah. whatever it, that certain thing is. And it's, it feels a shame to then come out and then drop that. Yeah. And although yeah. it's like kind of, it is that, you know, like financially, like a lot, you know, a lot of people feel that they don't have a choice, but I think there's so much, so many opportunities for, fundraising yeah. and, and sponsorship and stuff and they yeah. are there and it's not going to yeah. just fall into your lap like but they and I think people are quite quick to moan about um <clears throat> they're not being jobs or they're not being kind of funding like funding for the arts and stuff but, but actually are. there are there's there's a lot. Lot. you just there's need so to go find them yeah I think it yeah it's that thing of just it's I think everyone comes out of uni and you freak out you could think <laughs> that everyone else has got jobs and everyone else is like suddenly okay and it's yeah. like it's okay to just go ahead and do it and like and like get like a part-time job just doing mm-hmm. something to get your money if you yeah. know that that's what you want to do it's just going it is mm. just going ahead and doing it and yeah. i think as well like just asking advice from people it's yeah. like you're not showing a weakness if you're not sure of what you're doing because i don't think anyone really knows mm. what they're doing and, so and being part of a collective like stay really close to the people around you on your yeah. course and people of a similar age and st- i think that's so important like even mm. with our studio um, we're shame of a painter, but we're so influenced by each other, and it's such a lovely atmosphere. Even though you're not in the same, you're not going down the yeah. same route anyway. But it's really important because you you go through so many things, yeah. similar yeah. steps that's not to do with your practice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that all sounds absolutely brilliant. Very sensible <laughs> advice. Definitely always comes through that thing about doing it, just do it, mm. like take yeah. the plunge. Mm. But also this thing about shared ideas, working in a collective, like that's a really exciting way to live and to work which seems to be coming through so thank you very much thank you Emily and Emma for sharing telling us what you're doing and how you're doing it brilliantly and the best of luck with everything thank Thank you very much that was Emily and Emma talking about Beast and Burden their big idea we do this podcast every week so if you want to tune in to listen to more girls talking about their big ideas don't forget to find us on Acast iTunes or your other favourite podcast app bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.